You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. All right. Welcome to another episode of Farming Assets. If you're joining us on our podcast and if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, welcome to a new episode of Asset Coach and Tax Strategist. And I appreciate you being here. I'm excited that you're here. If you're new to the channel and to our podcast, please uh, feel free to subscribe. If you like our content, give us a thumbs up and feel free to add some comments down below and especially of future topics that you want to hear about. For our goal here at Farming Assets is really to help decipher what's being said out there. If you're a business owner, if you're a W-2 employee, you're a taxpayer and you have that in common. And most people that we speak with feel like they're overpaying federal taxes. They don't know what their fair share is. And and so our goal here with the, the podcast and the YouTube channel and all the videos and content that we create is and books published really is designed to communicate how the rules are designed. And right now, the majority of us are a tool and we're being used as tools versus utilizing the tool to our advantage. And so that's essentially what this content does. Now, some of the content we're going to provide is like today, articles that are out there that just communicate the results or the consequences of decisions that one of our economic termites are. And what are our economic termites? Well, you can see here, my book over here, Economic Termites, is basically talking about, well, let me put it this way. We know what a termite is, right? And we know when we have a termite problem, the damage has already been done. So economically, that occurs. And so the book talks about taxes, inflation, time, laws and regulations, and another termite that's not in the book is debt. And the queen termite, if you will, is laws and regulations. It's our politicians. They make decisions Yes, you can make the argument, well, you voted them in. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, a certain percentage of the population did, and certain percentage of the population in certain states, they have super majority, and there's really no say of what could be done. And as we have seen in the most recent politics, that it is possible for a election to be adjusted or maneuvered during the election period in time based on current laws and regulations. So without making this entire dialogue about a political whining and complaining, which I'm not a big fan of, let's dive into today's article. So what's the old adage? You sow what you reap what you sow, right? You reap what you sow. And so we're seeing that with uh, with certain states. A majority of those states that we're seeing that are blue states, da- states or cities that are highly ran by the Democrats. And I would probably see more of the extreme Democrats. There's a lot of great people right in the middle who believe in some of the uh, the Democratic Party's political views, but not to the extreme that they have been pushed over the last few years. And so we have a large group of people, population in the middle that just kind of sitting there scratching their head, wondering what to do. And in my opinion, you do what's right. You do what your gut tells you. You do what is appropriate to the humanity, the American dream to you and I as a community. And so it doesn't matter the political affiliation. What matters is that we do what's right. And so at the end of the day, we have certain states and this particular article is about California and the mass exodus that California has seen. In fact, we're hearing how it's been most recent, how they have had negative inflow. Their net results of their population is a negative inflow. But the reality is we're going to look at a study by one of the professors 
professors at Chapman University there in Orange, California, where I grew up, that really says that this has been happening for the last 11 years. And you know what? I could probably say it's been happening much, much longer than that. I remember when workers' compensation, I was in that field at the time and many, many businesses, lots of young families left because the cost of living got started getting a little bit too high. Unless they moved farther inland to Corona, Riverside County, San Bernardino County, what's considered the inland empire. And all of a sudden you get one way in, one way out off the 91 and trying to go into Orange County where the jobs are, go into LA. So it became became very difficult for a lot of families, especially spend a lot of time on the road versus with each other. And so you had a mass exodus and then it kind of settled down a little bit. You had some people leaving, but it really wasn't that big exodus. And then all of a sudden, what happened in 2020? And not only the 2020, we started seeing this just a little bit before that, but people started being a little more energized. We had a we had a presidential administration that was very pro-economic, pro-America. Imagine that, a leader being pro-America and made some decisions. Now, personally, I know a lot of people didn't like the way that individual spoke about certain things. and they. But at the end of the day, wasn't a politician. It never acted like one and never said he was one. And yet we held him to that accountability. So it's very interesting now that we see a change in political affiliation in running the country and we're seeing a negative effect to that. And you can only point fingers so much till the fingers got to be pointed at you. And the result is here we are. And the state of California has continued to be a Republican. I mean, uh, sorry, Freudian slip. Maybe that's uh, prophesizing. <laughs> Wish, I hope, but not a chance. Tends to be very, very Democratic. And the Democrats, and, and here's the issue. You have a lot of people right in the middle that are trying to figure out what to do, right? And so I'm going to go ahead and share this article here. So enough of me blabbing, though I am a good blabber. And you guys can probably appreciate my blabbing. And let's see here. Okay. All right. So let's dive into here and uh, go through what we're looking at here. So Epoch Times, Epic Times, Epoch Times, I've heard it both ways. And this is as of, let's see here, March 17th. So this year, Jamie Joseph and California Exodus continues 700,000 plus, 700,000 plus more left than moved in. So that's a net of 700,000 more than moved in, okay, over the last two years. So this is based on U.S. Census. So this is people who actually said that they did or uh, answered the census. So let's take a look at this. Let me increase the size a little bit. And it says, California continues to grapple with the harsh reality of an ongoing migration crisis with its net migration. The difference between people moving in and those moving out down nearly 700,000, the most in the country, according to recently released U.S. Census data from April 2020 to July 2022. Okay, according to Chapman economics professor James Doty, who has studied migration trends in California, the net loss began in 2021. Oh, sorry, 2011. So 2011, when was that? That was probably right after, that was not probably, it was after the great the great recession, the, the financials, financial downfall, the 2007, October 2007 to March 2009, that 18-month period where we had a fraud scandal, all that fun stuff that was occurring with the banking system and everything. And then what happened was there started to be some recovery, but what occurred in California is that they started to outreach some of their power and started getting, got 
got super majority in the election. And it's been more than 10 years, but it's been gradually increasing, meaning the losses gradually increasing. Doty said people leave California for multitude of reasons, including high taxes and tough business environment and hefty environmental regulations. It's a nice way of saying political differences. All accurate, right? High taxes, absolutely. Tough business environment, absolutely. Regulations, absolutely. But those are all due to a political affiliation and a belief that causes and yields the results of what the decisions they are making. And so their answer is more taxes, of course, more regulation, of course. Job formation outside of the state is greater, he said. People are going to areas where they could get a higher paying job. And that's happening because businesses are leaving the state. And that's a negative. Duh. When you look at the basics of when you look at the basics of how the tax revenue is designed for the United States, tax revenue, payroll taxes, that's how the government rates their revenue intake, which is much greater than corporate taxes, much greater than any other form of taxation that they receive. How do they do that? Well, they give business owners, and you've seen this in some of my other content, they give business owners tax benefits so they can have more cash flow to put into their business to grow their business to where the business is at a point where the business owner can't do all its own tasks. So the business owner has to hire employees or independent contractors. Both create tax revenue for the government. Okay. And so that is the key. So if you have businesses leaving, you have jobs decreasing. And so it becomes more and more of a possibility for people to have to leave. Now, it's not necessarily getting higher paying jobs, but they're getting maybe higher paying jobs, but the cost of living in some other areas are less. And so that is a factor as well. So among the tech companies that moved, so let's talk about tech companies that have moved out of the state in 2021. Okay, not companies that have left since the 2011 or 2020, but 2021 were Uber, Airbnb, Oracle, Yelp, and Tesla, and there's a long list of companies that have left as well. The Hoover Institute think tank at Stanford also found that the first half of 2021, more than 70 companies headquartered in California left. Think about how many employees that is. Now, this is headquartered, and they're talking about companies like Uber, Airbnb, Tesla, large companies that have thousands of employees. Okay, where do they go? Well, most relocated to Texas. Tennessee, Arizona, Idaho. I saw some studies where they went to Montana. They've gone to Nevada. They've gone to Colorado. They've gone all the way to Florida, in fact. So, and it talks about the state's high property tax, but the reality is California does have a lower property tax than Texas, but they also charge a income tax, which Texas does not. And most people fall into the eight, 9% income tax in the state of California, on and their cost of living is higher. So therefore, you're at least 10% of your income is going to the government versus in Texas, you don't have that. Doty additionally said he conducted a statewide business survey for Chapman last year asking business CEOs what their future looked like in California. And the answers were grim. <laughs> no kidding. Most of them are trying to figure out how to get out. What's the cost to get out? Is it more costly to move or is it more costly to stay? Thing enough, it wasn't as much as the taxation front as it was the regulatory front. Shocking. Businesses understand that there's a tax 
But the taxes on individual taxpayers, most businesses don't pay high taxes. The individual does. So business owners who are typically set up and structured to where the profit from the business goes to the owners or shareholders in that they pay their individual taxes. So regulation is extreme. It's hard to make decisions. It's very difficult for us to conduct business in a way that can provide the goods and services we produce at an affordable price. Therefore, which is why so much business pro- excuse me, products and goods shipped over to China for them to produce. Now we've seen since the pandemic why it's not such a great idea to do that. Yeah, it may, makes the cost of, of some of the goods less expensive, but the reality is, is it becomes the results much more expensive relying on that. With a high, in, this is the top income tax rate of 13.3%. Most people are right in the 9%. California leads the nation. The state additionally has an 8.84% tax for businesses. So data also shows that the state's population, which continues the migration in and out, as well as deaths and births, was down more than half a million people during the same period of time. However, data found that two states that experienced the largest population growth were Texas and Florida. Shocking. Pro-business. Low regulations. Cost of living's lower. So which added around 884,000 people to Texas. Okay. And I'm one of them. Okay, and 707,000 people to Florida. That's a significant amount. That's 1.5, almost 1.6 million people that went to just these two states. Okay, in a different study evaluating data between 20, July 2021 and July 2022 by the state's finance department, California lost about 211 thousand people and more than half just over 113,000 were lost from Los Angeles County's largest county. So that is a big deal, very big deal. And I find this very important because nothing's really changing other than more taxes, more regulation. That's their answer. And so there's we have many family and friends that are still in the state of California. Many are stuck because of the type of profession they have or or their situation. And then many are stuck because their family and their kids are there and their families there, their friends there. And then there's folks who are like, I'm not being chased out. Okay, don't just stay. It's the same story that you hear when there's mother nature and natural disasters. Those people that aren't going to leave their home and then they eventually have to be rescued or they die. Now, I'm not saying this is life or death from a physical perspective, but it could be based on a financial perspective that could actually lead to a physical perspective. When you don't have the funds anymore to pay for your physicality in a affordable way, then you have to decrease the type of care you get, which decreases your health. There's consequences, ladies and gentlemen, and California is really designed currently to kill you financially and really, unfortunately, sadly, physically, and it definitely is spiritually. We need to pick up our boots. We need to migrate. We need to go to areas that are thriving, that give you the ability to fight that fight. You don't have to be in the trenches. If you're surrounded, you need to find an escape plan, okay? Quitting is not necessarily giving up. Giving up is not necessarily quitting, right? You need to make adjustments. And if you're a spiritual person like I am, pray, 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 and do what God asks you to do. Maybe that is stay and fight.
then God bless you. We're here from afar, praying for you as well and supporting you and doing what we can from our areas. So love you guys. Thanks so much for staying and sticking around. Again, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, add some comments and feel free to share us. All right, God bless. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.